This episode of Stick Like Glue Radio is brought to you by Jim Palmer's Dream Business Academy Annapolis. This truly one-of-a-kind live event takes place October 7th through the 9th in beautiful Annapolis, Maryland. And you'll learn exactly how to market and grow a more profitable business faster. Jim and his dream team of speakers will share some of their best marketing and business building advice, all in a pitch-free zone. And don't miss two of Jim's rock star entrepreneur friends, Melanie Vincent Strick and best-selling author Bob Berg. Dream Business Academy Annapolis will quite literally transform your business. Do not miss it. Get all the details and register today at www.dreambizacademy.com. That's www.dreambizacademy.com. Hi, I'm Bob Berg, co-author of The Go-Giver and author of Adversaries and Two Allies, and you're listening to Stick Like Glue Radio. Welcome to Jim Palmer's Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Jim Palmer is a marketing and business building expert, author, speaker, and an in-demand coach. He's the founder of the Dream Business Academy and Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind Program. Jim is the host of Newsletter Guru TV, the hit weekly web TV show based on Jim's smart marketing and business building advice. Check it out at www.newsletterguru.tv. And now, please welcome the host of Stick Like Glue Radio, Jim Palmer. Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Those are always great things in any business. I am your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. As always, I'm committed to helping you build a more profitable business faster. I'm really excited about this week's show, folks. My special guest is author, blogger, and podcaster, Natalie Cutler-Welsh. And let me tell you a little bit about Natalie, and we'll get her right on. Natalie is an author, blogger, podcaster. As I said, she's a mother of three. She is known as the go-to girl for women entrepreneurs who want to connect and get the word out about their business. She was born and raised in Canada and now lives in the stunningly beautiful New Zealand. Natalie is all about embracing change, making dreams a reality. She does this through connecting and coaching women in business in online communities and high-level mastermind groups. She's all about making social media and networking fun, easy, and fabulous. And there's another thing I, I, I was doing my research, and she, she um, helps women juggle the mother load of, of getting everything done. So I'm really excited. Natalie, how are you doing today? I'm great, Jim. Good to, good to talk to you. Good to talk with you. I love, um, you know, I always do uh, some research on my guests. You've got, uh, you've got a nice brand going. I love... Um, you know, tips for juggling the mother load. I think that's a, a great expression, and you like to have fun and flow in your business and your life as well. So I think you and I will get along well. Um, you know, I know you you help a lot of women with. Um, well, do you work primarily with women? Do you help men and women, or is it mostly women? It's, it's mostly women. I mean, I, I've definitely worked with men, and um, that that's fine. But my I do networking events in person here in New Zealand, and I, I have women entrepreneurs around the world in my mastermind group, and yeah, I predominantly work with women. Cool, and I know you're, um, you're quite a social media expert and a lot of different platforms. I'm very excited to talk to you about Periscope. I think you've been really embracing that, and it's, it's, it's a very cool platform, but so before we get to all that, um, you know, tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. How did you, you get started uh, in the entrepreneurial world? 
Yeah, well, it's one of those things, you know, when you look back and you see the very, very clear path, but when you're on it, it it's not so clear. But um, I guess I've always been one of those very much a, a light bulb person, like ideas left, right, and center, and always wanting to help people solve their problems. And, you know, I guess, um, you know, even in my marriage, like I'm almost like, you know how the, the – you know, someone's talking, and and the, traditionally the husband will be the one trying to like solve the wife's problems, and she's like, no, I just want to yep. talk, and and he's trying. It's kind of the opposite <laughs> with me. My husband's like talking, and I'm just like, why don't you do this? Why don't you try that? You know? So, it's quite funny. I guess I've always been had that entrepreneurial mindset. Um, so I did a lot of academic study, and I had a, a you know I had some jobs, but gosh, I do remember having one cubicle job as such, and just thinking, I am going to die. Like, it's so not me. I need to be moving physically, and I need to be around people who are buzzing and just, like, have an idea and go for it and not have to go through the red tape, all that kind of stuff. So it's just it's just perfect for me. But I really actually kicked off GoToGirl when we, long story short, we're living in New Zealand. We had a really huge earthquake. It was actually exactly five years ago now um and when we had the second earthquake hit actually i was pregnant at the time and i ended up going into labor that night i had the baby we actually made it to the hospital but i had the baby and so there we were with three children like a newborn baby we had the house was uh cracked and and we had to move out it was, it was in the red zone what they call the red zone here which means it wasn't really safe to live in and my husband also lost a job at the time because it had the change in the economy and he was into sustainable wow. housing, and nobody cared about insulation when they had, like, holes in their wall type thing. So it just changed the game a lot for us, and it really made us go, okay, well, now the world's our oyster, kind of. And so we ended up moving to a new city, new house, new baby, new job, new neighborhood, new friends, new everything, uh, which was fine because, obviously, I've got a Canadian accent. I'm from Canada. I moved across the world, you know, to discover my Kiwi heritage. So I was happy to you know, I'm happy to start again as such. And what happened, though, is we moved to a city that was a lot more expensive. And I was juggling just motherhood at that time. But at the time, I was writing a book, which was called If Only They Told Me, which is all about parenting, because that was the journey I was on at the time. And after about a year, my husband said, we are, like, we're running out of money. You know, <laughs> So it was really huh. money was the reason that I started. But I, what I ended up doing is tapping into my skills that I always had, like everywhere I go, I always just get a community of people or I unite people. I introduce people who I think should totally know each other. It's just what I do. And so I ended up starting this business coffee group for women entrepreneurs. I wasn't an entrepreneur. I was just writing a book, and it was taking me a long time to do it. Uh, so anyway, long story short, because of this drama in our life that, and then because of needing money, I was actually – able to just tap into the the gold, you know, my gifts or whatever that I already had. And because I'd learned about social media, because I had this blog and this podcast for the book I was writing, then I kind of just tweaked that. And instead of just helping mothers, I then was helping women entrepreneurs. And so that that's the that's the short version of the story. Wow, that's the short version. Okay, <laughs> I didn't ask you the long words. I'm just teasing you. So, um, so you really know a lot about you know the different social media platforms. I've been in, I've been in it obviously for you know a good five six years, and I always, I mean, there's always something new coming along, right, Natalie? I mean, but you know, how many different things can you do? Well, I'll tell you, in the last three years, there's only one thing that's really got me super excited, and that's Periscope. I mean, I've been doing, um, I've been doing weekly videos on, on my. Um, platform called Newsletter Guru TV for uh, five years every week, never missed a week. So I'm oh, pretty I comfortable with video. I know, right? What a, I don't know, glutton for punishment sometimes. But, um, you know, so I'm pretty comfortable with video and jumping on a camera, but I'm really intrigued with 
everything Periscope. Now, I haven't actually started yet because I had a little snafu with my Twitter, but how, when did you first get started in the whole video on demand? I don't know, video on demand or just live streaming video? Or Tell me about your journey there. Yeah, yeah, live stream video. It's so interesting that you mentioned that because, first of all, congratulations. It's amazing you put out a weekly video um, and also doing a podcast because I, as a podcaster, I know how much time podcasts take. So that's just amazing. Um, yeah, it's so interesting. Periscoping is so different. You know, if people out there that are listening have done webinars before, it's similar but different to a webinar. If you've got a podcast, it's similar but different to doing a podcast. And same thing with video. Similar but different because it's live. It's live. Anyone around the world can see you unless, of course, you do a private Periscope, which I recommend if someone's nervous. They just pick, handpick a few friends and set up a private one first before going out mm. to the big wide world. But it's live stream video, which means it, you can get away with being, and actually it's, it's expected that you are more raw and more real. It's not glossy professional type video that you're going to put on the homepage of your website. So in that sense, it's more natural and more fluid and more fun. Like you can do serious topics, not serious, but, you know, real um, giving knowledge type topics like three tips for X, Y, Z, you know, that type of thing. Or you can just do uh, – I, I had a friend the other day doing one where he was just having a really vulnerable, open type moment. He's sitting in his car and he's just doing this periscope. And it is. It's like you're talking to a friend. You're not, you can't get the response from people because they're not really talking, but they're commenting back to you by typing little comments. So it's, it's really, really interesting. My, I first started with it straight away. Of course, it came out in March when I was at Social Media Marketing World in, in San Diego. And one of my friends said, we're going to do a Periscope tonight at 8 o'clock. So we had this, it was like this networking cocktail evening, and we were all wearing beach surf type Hawaiian outfits. And, um, and, and we all met together at 8 o'clock, and we all went on, and we did a Periscope. And we didn't really know what we were doing, because, like, you know, when you first turn it on, actually, and you click Start Broadcast, it doesn't broadcast your face straight away. It'll broadcast whatever the camera sees, so you just have to double tap to turn the screen towards your face. I mean, there's so many little things that it's good to know before you actually click the button. <laughs> so how many have you done, or have, have you been doing it a while, and time-wise, or, like, what's, do you have a schedule? I, I'm just at the moment. I'm kind of dabbling, but I think if someone wants to get into it, like really get into it, I think. I mean, there are people out there doing a couple a day, you know, every day. Um, but it's the type of thing because you can do anything from those really specific tip type ones right across the board. You can. I mean, doing one a day is actually really doable. I haven't been doing that. I've been kind of doing like a couple a week. Um, but, but I mean, if you really focus on it. You know, if you don't have a podcast or you don't have a webinar, you know, you, you, that can be your medium. I mean, it's so easy. It's such an easy way for people to, and I say this in quotes, you know, get a window into who you are, you know, because people love to know the person behind the business. And this is such a great way for them to do that um, and for you to showcase your knowledge and for you to grow your following and all of those good things. So it's so new. I'm thinking there's not any uh, best practices yet, although I'm, you know those things are always developing. M my impression, I know somebody who's got a pretty big audience, and he's doing like a, a half an hour show like every day at the same time. And mm -hmm. I guess in some respects, I guess that's cool. It's a, it's basically free kind of live television in a way. It just happens to be on your phone. But um, is it is it? Do you think it's like made for that, or is it more for like an impromptu? hey, this is what's going on, or do you get on and do like a lesson, or is it more personality-based? I know that's about six questions in one, but what are your thoughts? 
think people can do it. I think the beauty is people can do it whatever way that suits them, you know, their goal and their lifestyle. The thing with Periscope is uh, once you download the app, which is free, and, and to your phone, and it's I can you can see the in, in the show notes. I'm sure we'll have the the logo, but it's this blue and white and red logo and um, you download the app and then as soon as you've got that anytime anyone that you follow who's on Twitter because Twitter bought Periscope basically like as soon as it came out so anytime anyone that you already follow on Twitter goes live on Periscope your little your phone will go I can't whistle but it'll go like whoop, whoop, like some sort of whistle thing and it's very distinct and so constantly all day unless you change your notifications like you only you have want notifications for certain people when certain people are live. Um, but basically, all day long, people are periscoping. And so it's the kind of thing that, you know, you'll just get random people following you. And then when you're watching somebody else's periscope, because that's the other point to it, there's so much great knowledge. I love watching other people's periscopes to find new people to follow, to find people that follow me, to get new knowledge. I mean, I was watching one the other day. Somebody was doing a screen share. Like, she's literally holding her phone up to her laptop and she's talking about Amazon and something about, you know, how to uh, – one I watched about monetizing your YouTube videos. I watched another one about Amazon products because it's something I haven't really delved into myself much. And so you can get so much knowledge from other people, which is great. But you can, like I said before, you can also showcase your expertise, you know, um, if you're a specialist in a certain area, whatever that might be, you know, fitness or food or fashion, the three Fs, um, then you can showcase, you know, people love behind-the-scenes demonstrations, how-to videos, you know, I could do one here in my podcast studio, like, here, guys, this is what it looks like, you know, behind-the-scenes in the go-to girl, you know, studio. There's so much potential. So, yeah, I mean, doing a regular show every day is a great idea. If you can commit to that, then I think that's awesome if not then you can just do it spontaneously but if you're going to do it spontaneously one of my tips is like give people the heads up so often people you'll see people go on twitter or facebook and say you know in 20 minutes time i'm going live on periscope and i'm going to be talking about and then they put their subject in um if they get really fancy they can go onto canva ahead of time and make a image that says the name of their topic and they can add that as a photo you know saying heads up you know at, at 12 p.m est today or whatever so they can either go t- the time that they're going live or they can say you know in 20 minutes time i mean i wouldn't go on and say in three hours time i'm going live i mean usually you give people 15 20 minutes or you give them a specific time of day um so that's if you're really organized otherwise you just click the button and just whoever turns up turns up <laughs> is there anything to, um, that says that it should be short, long, or, or is it just whatever feels comfortable to you? Whatever feels comfortable. I mean, the first one I did, and it's so funny, I was really nervous. Like, I love talking. I'm happy to talk to 200 people, you know, at an event. Not a problem. But I was shaking when I did my first Periscope because it's not, like I said, it's not a webinar. It's not a video, a pre-recorded video that you can watch and approve and, and whatever. It's It's live. And plus, I was holding my phone. So now I've kind of I've used my either my selfie stick or my I've got a, a, a holder like a, a stand thingy um, right. that means I can use my hands to talk which is more natural anyway. But so I was using my hand to hold the phone which is fine and it's a little bit shaky and that's fine. But I was like nervous and so my hand was shaking, which is just because it was my first one I think. But I was aiming for seven minutes. I was basically saying this is just a quick periscope, um, and I did for my first one I did choose to do a value one meaning it wasn't just there saying hi I actually had a particular topic so I've done one of the ones I've done is three tips for juggling the mother load I did another one where I was doing business tips in the park so I was actually out you know not in my office but out out in the big you know in the park I was going to say out and about but everyone teases me when I say out and about (laughs) I got it I was catching you (laughs) 
So, um, I mean, you can do them from anywhere. I've seen people also do some. You know, I was at an event the other day, and I did one where I was live streaming just 10 minutes of this amazing speaker, Diane Foreman, who here in New Zealand. She's like a huge entrepreneur here in New Zealand. And I actually asked her permission ahead of time and the event organizers, which you don't need to do, but I was just being really, you know, really polite. And by the way, I also Great. got a pose for a photo with her when I was asking permission. And so I live streamed just 10 minutes of it. But when you're live streaming an event, it's quite different because you're really just literally giving people a window. Like it's like they're there with you. So you see people were live streaming the podcast movement, you know, or any sort of event. And you can do fashion shows. You can do like you at the gym. I saw a woman the other day doing, I think her name is Lunchpreneur, and she was doing a fitness workout, like seven-minute lunch workout, and she just had the phone sitting there in some sort of stand, and she was literally doing squats and push-ups. Like, so that's one way to do it where people are looking at something of interest that's relevant to them, and the other way to do it is where you're actually, you know, you're, it's talking head, right? You're, you're standing there, and you're talking, and they can see your face. Or you can do a combination where, you, like, you t- double-tap the screen, and it goes from your personal face to whatever it is you're looking at, so um, whatever that is, and then you're actually talking about that thing. Does that make sense? It does. So I see. So there's not the little icon you usually see on your iPhone camera that flips it. All you do is double touch the screen anywhere, and, and it, it right. changes the, the okay the direction. Gotcha. There's a so, slight uh, delay well, when when you double tap. Uh-huh. There's a slight delay. But I did one. So you can commentate. Like I did one. I was at the beach, and I had my kids there, and I was talking about. Actually, I was talking about Periscope on that one, and my kids were there, and I just double tapped, and I showed people like the beautiful New Zealand scenery and I you know, showed my kid was jumping off like this thing in the sand um, and then I would double tap and go back to my face whereas when I was at the event with Diane Foreman I didn't say anything the entire time because I don't want to talk because I'm sitting in the audience but because I in the title of the broadcast in the Periscope I put you know sneak peek Diane Foreman speaking live at New Zealand event you know, hashtag New Zealand you know and then I put a couple of emojis because that's really big on Periscope is to use emojis so that your tweet stands out because automatically as soon as you go live on periscope on twitter it'll automatically tweet out like go to girl live and then it puts in whatever title you use so you want to make that really jump out and so people are using lots of like i do a love heart and a a suitcase or a um, computer or whatever it is or high heel that type of icon for my stuff other people will choose different icons different emojis Um, but for that one i didn't say anything i just at one point after about five minutes i double tapped so it was my face and i just waved and gave the thumbs up or something, and then I double-tapped and went back again. Meanwhile, people are commenting, going, oh, this is so cool, or hi from Brazil, hi from Switzerland, because you always get people telling you where they're from. But I didn't talk the whole time because it, was, it would be inappropriate for me to talk during her presentation. Right. Now, let me ask you, um, I think, one more question, then I'll, I'll switch topics. But So what do you do when you're done? I've heard you can save them, and then do you, do you have a specific website you place them so they can live on an infamy? Do you put them up to YouTube, or what do you do with them after you're done with them? Yeah, that's a great point because repurposing them and, and saving the replay and using that again is is like a lot of the value. Like one of the tips I say to people is don't worry about the number. Like I love how on your page you say don't worry about the number of likers you have. You know, like don't focus on the the like so much. I totally right. agree. Yeah, I totally agree with that just in general. But also on Periscope, it, I say to my people, like, don't worry if you only have, like, seven people live on your call. And, by the way, with Periscope, they're going to come and go because they're busy. They're walking to school. They're at the grocery store whatever. They might not stay on the whole time. So you might have, like, at one point I had 50-something people, and then I had 20-something, and then it was up to 70. Like, it just comes and goes. But even if you had, let's say, seven people 
I'm like, I, my advice is give them your best, like give them the value or give them the conversation or whatever you went on to your Periscope for um, because, you know, they, they're there, they're shown up, give them what they deserve. But also keep in mind that replay is going to be live for 24 hours. That link will automatically be tweeted out so people can watch it. But you can also then go and get that link and repost it on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, wherever you want. And also – after you're finished, you click the Save to Camera button, which will automatically appear. This is a great little, mis- you know, I've got, um, I've got some information. I've got some t- six mistakes you don't want to make. Here's one mistake I made. I had so much video and photos in my phone that when it came time to save my, save my Periscope to my camera, it wouldn't save because I just had no space, storage space. Oh. So that was, that was a bit of a shame. I later found out you can, if you've got Camtasia or ScreenFlow, you can go and watch the replay and you can record it using your ScreenFlow just if you, if you want to salvage it within the 24-hour window. But, um, but so one of my tips is, of course, make sure you've got enough space. But, yeah, then I would upload it to YouTube or Vimeo or wherever you, you've got, you know, and then you can put it up onto your embedded on your website, a blog, put it in your, your newsletter. I mean, there's so much opportunity there. Wow, very cool. I, it's so uh, it's so interesting. In some ways, I'm, I'm well, I am fascinated, but I'm also intrigued because I can see it becoming quite addictive, kind of like Facebook. And I think Facebook is still addictive if you let it. But um, you know, I can see where Periscope, from not only doing it, but probably even more so, is watching it. You know, for me, I would have to have that little announcer off unless I wanted to go see what was going on, and hopefully something was going on at the time. But I can see where that could be quite a time suck. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you got to pick and choose the ones you want to watch. But that's what—that's why the title that you use is so important because you want to make sure it's relevant to your ideal, you know, ideal audience, um, and it lets them know what you know. And it sounds interesting. It needs to be enticing so that people actually come in. They say "come in" to the scope is some of the terminology people use. <laughs> oh, got it, got it. Uh, have you done any testing on the titles, or or are you just going with catchy catchy phrases, or or you know, using the keywords? You know, what I, what I end up doing is anytime I have a brainwave of, oh, that would be a great Periscope, and this is a tip I got from Kim Garst because she is huge on Periscope. She was one of the, like, quickest. She had an online course about Periscope out, like, really, like, not long, you know, pretty, not long after it launched. So um, one of the tips that she gave is if you have an idea for a Periscope, type it in your notes on your phone, like literally write the words, include the hashtags, include the emojis, so that when it comes time for you to go live, you just copy and paste it. Now, the other reason that's really smart is because often with Periscope, it'll drop the call. Like suddenly it'll go connection lost. And so I haven't had this happen for myself where I had to restart it, but I've been on people's scopes where they've had to restart it. And sometimes they go, take two, take three. So if you don't want to sit there and type the title in again and again, then the fact that you've right. already got it in your notes is really handy. So for one reason, you don't forget your brilliant idea. And for the other reason, if it drops the call, the connection, it's really easy for you to do quickly get it back again. Okay. Uh, Natalie, in our final five minutes, I want to ask you about uh, just social media in general. You yeah. know, I, I suppose I um, hard to believe as it is, I think there's probably still a few people who are still on the sidelines and wondering, you know, I wear so many hats, I'm so busy now. Um, how do I juggle it all, or as you say, the, the what is it, the mother load? <laughs> juggle the yep. mother load of, of of things to do. What what do you? How can you help people? Um, just a little bit of information on how to get started with social media to an already busy schedule. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, when you're running your own business, and even if you're not, I mean, the to-do list never ends, right? Like, there's always things to do. Yep. There's just, like, right? Um, so that's, exactly. that's just a given, and it's a matter, of course, of prioritizing what you're doing. But I think people need to see the value and, like, the, especially if they have a product or service that is available, like, internationally, if they've got anything online. I mean, these social media is even if they don't, even if they're still bricks and mortar, I mean, social media has just so much potential. But the main thing is people get overwhelmed because there are so many platforms to choose from. So I always say, who is your ideal client? Where are they on social media? Like, where are they hanging out? That's where you should be, right? And then, and then I say, well, choose two or three social media platforms where your people are hanging out. And so, first of all, it's really important to define who your people are and everyone goes on a business journey. Like you said to me, do I work with men? I'm like, I do work with men, but in terms of my targeting, my branding, my message, my language, I really, women entrepreneurs, that is my target audience. And I think that it is important to really know know your niche, love your niche. And as as you go on the business journey, that can change. Like I've had people, I started out saying I work with mompreneurs. Like, and then I had people going, can I come to your networking event? I don't have kids. And I kind of did the opposite. I actually slightly broadened. I was like women in business or women entrepreneurs. They don't have to be mothers to work with me. I'm, you know, I've got great value for them if they don't have kids. That's totally cool. Um, so I think the important thing is for people to know their niche and then figure out where those people are hanging out. I mean, of course, a lot of them are on Facebook. Not all of them are. I mean, they might decide not to do Facebook and just to focus on LinkedIn and maybe, you know, so it really depends. But, of course, Facebook is a natural one. And these days, some, one of the really visual ones, like Instagram or Pinterest, and obviously Instagram is easier if you are out and about, you know, because it's on your phone. Um, so, it, yeah, I hope that helps. I mean, I just say to people, don't yes, try good. to do it all. Like, don't try to do everything. Just two to three platforms where your people are. Do them well. Be consistent. And my motto is give, give, get, right, for everything. Give, give, get. Like, give value. Give your, you know, give information, give links to relevant stuff, but also make sure you get in return. So have some call to action at an appropriate time and express it in an appropriate way, and then your business will thrive. I love that. That's great. Give, give, give. I'm a big fan of that strategy, obviously. So um, you've got you've got a lot to offer. I know you got some um, some some uh, information for to share with folks. So what's a what is a good website? How can people connect with you? Yeah, so I'm on go2girlsocialmedia.com, uh, and that's my homepage. Um, but I also have a few, if, if people love the idea of Periscope and they want to find out what mistakes not to make and a bit more info, uh, then you can, they can head on over to go2girlsocialmedia.com slash SLG for stick like glue, and they can get a bit more information there about Periscope, and I'll, I'll link through or I'll embed one of my replays so they can they can see me in person too. Very cool. Natalie, it's been a lot of fun. I, I I knew I'd enjoy this conversation. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jim. It's been great. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special episode of Stick Like Glue Radio with Natalie Cutler-Welsh from beautiful New Zealand. Stick Like Glue Radio, it's the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Be sure to check out Dream Biz Academy, dreambizacademy.com. We're about um, just a couple weeks away now from my next event in Annapolis, Maryland. I think we've got about 18 or 19 seats left, um, so Get in there. <laughs> I'm your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. I'm committed to helping you build a more profitable business faster. Watch for another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio next week. Until then, keep taking action, keep moving forward, and don't ever, ever, ever give up. 
Now go out there and do something nice for somebody today. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Stick Like Glue Radio features Jim Palmer's unique brand of smart marketing and business building advice for action-oriented entrepreneurs. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.getjimpalmer.com. To learn more about Jim's Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind program, visit www.dreambizcoaching.com. That's www.dreambizcoaching.com. If you know other entrepreneurs looking for the fastest way to hire profits in their business, please tell them about the Stick Like Glue radio podcast. Now, go and implement what you've learned and boost your profits. See you next week for more Stick Like Glue radio.